Welcome to the weekly Fallout Sports Show with Jay and E. I'm Eric Indicott here with Jay Mickens. Jay, a lot of sports going on uh, with high school football, volleyball. Yeah. Um, it's playoff time, exciting time of the year in the high school ranks. Um, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, you know, I, I can't wait to dive into the high school football uh, here a little bit later on in the show. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the the rivalry week. Yeah. Right. You know, this is the week that uh, a lot of people look forward to. It. It's the best regular season week. But before we jump into that, let's talk about some hot topics. Yeah. Well, well, I I purposely did that because I'm still in pain over the Astros losing to the Braves uh, in the World yeah. Series. So uh, tough yeah. deal there. Uh, Astros had a great season. Uh, at the end of the day, just the um, uh, you know the offense didn't come through there in, in some games in Atlanta and uh, and definitely uh, Game Six back in Houston, uh, just not existent. And it's kind of crazy because you're probably going to use uh, lose uh, Correa to free yeah. agency, and yeah. you don't know how intact that team is going to be because um, it's a great. It was a great baseball team. Dusty Baker's a great manager. Uh, but hats off to the Braves. They, you know, underdog took it, you know, yeah, and I no. love hearing that story. So. Yeah, no, the Braves are, you know, because uh, for me, that that was my conclusion uh, of it all was, yeah, it sucks for the Astros to not be able to pull that, you know, it off. But uh, I definitely, you know, was very impressed with the Braves. Um, the go beat the Dodgers, right, a team that won, you know, 100-plus games, Uh and then to come do the same thing, you know, against the Astros, um, I, I felt that, you know, their manager, you know, baseball's weird. Do we call it coaching or getting outcoached, outmanaged, whatever, out-managed, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, I felt that everything that the Braves did, you know, it, it was very, um, very well executed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember the, uh, I believe it was game, it was either game two in Houston or maybe game three in Atlanta, uh, but they didn't have another starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. So they had to do the whole, yeah. you go two innings, you go two innings, like all-star yeah. edition. Yeah. And that's pitches. Po- and, but yet, he was able to bring in the correct mid-reliever, you know, mm-hmm. inning reliever, bringing in the, you know, closers yeah. in the seventh inning, you know. so and, and talking about managing, you're not just managing a game, you're managing a series because, you, because of the pitching situation. And I think that, um, you know, because of that, the Braves – ended up with lights out pitching in game yeah. six. I mean, that guy did an incredible job, um, and we kind of struggled. And, yep. and and then, you know, minus the bats and the uh, typical offense that the Astros have. Baseball is such a peaks and valleys game. You get into some lows and, and of course, have your highs. You know, uh, Altuve is, what, second uh, with 23 home yeah. runs in the postseason, uh, second all-time in history. Yeah. You know that's that's just kind of crazy. The guy's five six, Jay. He's five six. Crazy. I'm 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 right there at six five, and I should have went into baseball or something. I don't know. But, yeah, well, but, you know, baseball is a sport that height doesn't matter. Right? Size doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I guess it just depends on how big. Well, if you you're a judge, it matters with power. Yeah, well, but I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. it all depends on you know how well you swing that big stick, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, you know, and Altuve does it better than oh. than than a lot of other pros, but. Um, you know, definitely uh, in, interesting series. Uh, game five, being down four zero right out the gate. Yeah. You're thinking they're going to close it out in Atlanta. Astros did a good job of fighting back, but you know, it was one of those um, 
Those yeah. old school boxing matches, not the Tyson ones, right? right. But the ones that, uh, like the Sugar Ray Leonard's, right? right? The ones that you know, the majority of his fights are going to always go to distance. Yep. But he kept you yep. arm length distance. And um, I just felt that the Astros, they had one more game in them, which was game five. Mm-hmm. And when they came home, you could even tell by the crowd. I mean, they were pumped. They were trying to bring that energy. But it just felt different. Yep. Almost like it was either being manufactured or being yeah. forced. Well, I had a friend uh, yeah. there, and the, and they're diehard um, uh, or co ex coworker. Um, they're a diehard Astros fan, has season tickets and all that. And they went, and they were disappointed. Like you know, whether we're losing or winning or whatever it is, you got to be in the game. That's the home field advantage. Um, you know, and the one thing that disappoints me is is it only went six games because that seventh game, you have no idea how much revenue to the local economy and the bars and all that. Uh, another World Series is like, just win this one. If you lose in game seven, that's fine. We're just but another. just one more game, yeah. take it to the seven just to, to help out the local folks. But anyway, hats off to the Astros for a great season, as always. We'll be back next season. And uh, hats off to the Atlanta Braves for, for pulling off uh, – um, an 82-game season yeah. coming back from the All-Star yeah. break and and going on that run, adding, I think it was three or four key figures oh, from yeah. other teams yeah. uh, that came up big home run-wise yeah. in the World Series. Wow. As a matter of fact, it's one ball that hadn't even landed yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, bro. It's, it's, it's like sitting out Crawford train, Street. Right? And, I mean, yeah. it just flew out. But, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> definitely fun series. All right, so. Yeah. So hats off to them. Baseball's over. Now we're into playoffs, and all four 13-6A volleyball teams dominated in their by-district playoff game. Wow. Awesome. Uh, Oak Ridge defeated Aldine MacArthur in three sets. Uh, Grand Oaks defeated Spring in three sets. Uh, The Woodlands defeated Aldine Nimitz in three sets. Oh, man. And College Park, um, the uh, district champs, defeated Aldine uh, Davis in uh, three sets. Wow. And, you know, just to kind of show, like, you know, we talk a lot about Little League sports and and select sports, um, but there is such a great um, volleyball, grassroots kind of community in this area in Montgomery County. And this shows, because a lot of these girls have been playing volleyball their whole life, Mm -hmm. um, not just when they started in seventh grade. but you know, uh, with with Select World and AAU and all that stuff, yeah, uh, and and just dominance. And, and and here's the deal too. Um, you, you talk about the you know the commitment, right? You know, not to to completely change the, the narrative of, of the point that you're making because you're right. I mean, this is definitely the SEC uh, district, yeah, right, of, of volleyball. But you know, the commitment that comes with the Select World of volleyball versus Football, basketball, you know, basketball, yeah, their expenditures, you're traveling. A lot of that stuff can be kind of honed into like a package, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you've coached Select, you know, you know, basketball. Obviously, you know, I, I run the Texas Pines Elite Select Tackle Football Organization. And you can put those charges and fees in buckets, and it's affordable. Mm-hmm. It, volleyball, I mean, they're paying monthly dues. They're having to go travel all over the nation. Like, I, I know parents that have told me that for one season, Eric, ten grand. Is nothing. Mm-hmm. I've had parents that have daughters that play volleyball, and when they hear about the Pines prices to play, they can't believe it. 
They're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. So this is what we pay now. What do we pay tomorrow? And I'm like, no, this is for the whole season. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because it's just a different deal. So the fact that these these young ladies uh, want it so bad, but the parents support it, and it shows, yep. right? You know, these these athletes in this district, I promise you, they're not just playing school volleyball. Mm-hmm. They're playing, you know, going on the road for the beach volleyball tournaments, playing with their select team, traveling all yep. over. So, yep. you know, definitely want to tip my hat to to uh, all the teams in, in District 13. The phenomenal job and, you know, keeping their, their season going. Yeah, and a lot of them will end up playing in, in – uh you know, in college and, and, you know, so the point to all that is hats off and great job. Uh, Grand Oaks, Oak Ridge, the Woodlands and uh, College Park High School um, volleyball teams. You are doing a phenomenal job. We're all behind you. Good luck in area. I know, I think Oak Ridge has a game tonight. Um, Some others might have some games either tonight or, or this week, but uh, you know, hats off to you guys and also good job parents because without you and that commitment, um, and Jay and I know this very well. Being involved in the little league sports world for decades is, is uh, you know, it doesn't happen without that support and guidance and uh, financial commitment right. Right. from the parents. Right. And and this is the result. And this is what happens when you have uh, that community effort and that that type of parenting and exactly. that commitment. Um, you have you know on the bigger levels, you have you know some awesome awesome teams. So great job there. So. That said, good luck, volleyball girls. Uh, go win them for 13-6A, and let's see if we all y'all can't like meet up later in the play in the Ooh. in the play, state playoffs. That would love. Yeah. Hey, you remember those? You remember? I'm sure the, they meet in regions or something. Yeah, like that. they probably I don't think do. They put them in different. Uh, well, but, it's it's like how you know Alabama's had to meet LSU, yep. lose to them in the regular season, beat them, play them in the no. national championship game. I, I, that, I would not be shocked. Could you imagine a Woodlands College Park volleyball state championship wow. game? That'd be pretty cool. Hey, too. next week I, I need you to have the brackets. I want to know where everybody is. Okay. So we, we or, we'll have the brackets. We need to get we got to get a producer on that. Showstopper, get us that info because I would love to see if they're on opposite sides of the brackets. Yep. And then that way we can follow. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little bit more detail. Pretty sure so. they'll also, there's four regions in Texas when the when the playoffs, uh, UIL um, regions, and pretty sure they're in, in one. And I'm not sure in volleyball if they uh, split them up in D1, D2, like gotcha. football. Gotcha. So, um, so that's that on that. So that brings us to the weekly call out. The weekly call out for our new viewers that have first time watchers um, of the show. Uh, Eric and I like to uh, have what we call a weekly call out. That is basically where we're calling somebody out, right? It could be a theme, it could be a person, it could be a group of people, right? You know, we have passion in, in regards to sports and we like to share our passion with you guys. And it's basically taking me and Eric's conversations that we have on the phone anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and y'all are going to be privileged to actually get to listen to it. Yeah. So yeah. that being said, um, the weekly call out this week. Eric, so um, this couple days ago, um, Odell Beckham Jr., right? Everybody knows who he is. Famous for that big time catch for the New York Giants. Yeah. He's, He's now with the Bowl. Cleveland. Yep. Uh, no, not the Super Bowl. Oh, so. Giants never made the Super Bowl. Uh, well, no. they did with Eli. Yeah, but Odell wasn't there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When Odell was there, things were going downhill, remember, because he wasn't happy in uh, New York. Yeah. He's a guy that tends not to be happy a lot, but we'll, we're going to get you. to that here in a little bit. So, uh, Odell now is with the Cleveland Browns. Um, came back from a terrible injury. I uh, had a torn ACL, and you know now he's, not, now he's healthy. But for whatever reason, him and Baker Mayfield hadn't been connecting. 
this year. Uh, he's been killing fantasy rosters all over the globe, right? A lot of people dropped him. So Odell was hoping to be traded. Trade deadline comes and goes. Daddy it's decides Tuesday. to do, yeah. yeah. Daddy decides to put a video out of all the times that Odell Beckham was open and Baker Mayfield didn't throw him the football. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were watching it uh, before we we went on air, and you saw it for yourself. Even had the nice sad little music right in the in the background, Eric. So that lead that led me to want to discuss on the show with you, right? Um, you know. These dads getting involved, right? You know, we can go back as far as Archie Manning, mm-hmm. right? Eli, he's coming out of college. Ole Miss, great career there. Uh, matter of fact, he's got his jersey retired, and they actually had a Manning day. Put the end zone, Manning 10 yep. in both end zones. Great, great tribute to him uh, down there in Oxford. But he comes in, and San Diego Chargers are sitting there, and they're like, oh, we're going to draft Eli. And I'll never forget on draft day, they drafted Eli. Daddy gets on the air with Eli having a San Diego Chargers hat on and basically says that you, you guys need to trade my son because we don't want to go to San Diego. We want to go to New York. We want to we want to be with the Giants. San Diego, y'all are going to be good enough for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we're seeing that parents, <laughs> which we thought these parents are crazy at the, the little league level, Always in the mix, trying to control the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, parents, you know, contacting high school coaches, you know, because of my connections with coaches, um, you know, I get intel, certain intel of parents reaching out, sending emails, trying to lobby to curtail things for their kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're still seeing this on a professional level, Eric. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's crazy to me. You know, at last point, I'll pass the mic to you because I do want to get your perspective on this. But, you know, even when uh, uh, P. Diddy, Sean Combs, everybody loves Diddy, right? Mm-hmm. Diddy, clothing guy. He's a marvel. You know, he, he does the music thing. Like, everybody loves Diddy. Well, son goes to um, UCLA, mm-hmm. right? Play football. <laughs> Diddy is reported to have went in for a meeting with the coach and the meeting ended with Diddy trying to choke the coach because his kid wasn't getting the playing time on the shine that is expected from a celebrity son. Like, let that sink in, Eric. That sounds like some 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 rare circumstances at SCFL. <laughs> you know, hey, and and but I mean, but yeah, but so easy. Just kind of seeing it on all different levels. It's just crazy how these parents stay involved all the way. Through, you know, to the professional level. Yeah, I've, I've never faulted a parent for, you know, focusing on their kid and, and um, you know, being their biggest advocate. And, you know, I mean, even some of the shenanigans that we've seen on the Little League level with that. I mean, I get it. It's your son. You want the best for them and 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 all that good stuff. I mean, there there is a line, and we've discussed that. We discussed it last week but or two weeks ago, yeah. but there is yeah. a line. Um, that you can cross, and it's really just, you know, uh, in, the, in the context of who you're dealing with, right? So, you know, civility is key when you're dealing with uh, Little League and volunteers, right? Um, you know, we've all kind of had those moments during games mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, emotionally, uh, you know, negative emotions got the better of us, you know, and, and you know, really you kind of – you're supposed to learn from that stuff right. because there's just never a – Never a, a rhyme or reason to, you know, I mean, the, the refs get 
cussed at the coaches, you know, I mean, it, all that stuff. And, and, and there's always that guy that knows better than everybody else. There's always a guy that didn't volunteer, right. didn't step up to right. coach, didn't, didn't do any of that. And he's the cancer on the team because he's behind the fence questioning every, if anything goes wrong, oh, look at that, you know, or if something goes right, oh, I told him to do that three weeks ago, you know, just right. stuff like that. Now then, the older you get, you know, the more it, it, it really doesn't matter to an extent because, you know, high school coaches, for the most part, you know, like they're paid to do a job. So they'll straight up tell you, hey, I'm paid to win. And, and I'm the one with the job. And this is, you know, where um, this is – I'm putting players in positions to be successful. Right. Because um, my job's on the line, and this is what I think's best. This is why they hired me. Right. Right. So, you know, a lot of them cut out the noise, and, you know, some of them get sucked into it. But then you get to college, and no doubt pity uh, – P. Yeah. Diddy? P. Diddy? Yeah, P. No, Diddy. No doubt yeah. it, it ended with that type of thing because – P. Diddy probably went in there with his right. Little League hat on and and started talking to a guy that makes $3 million a year coaching college football and has worked his butt off to get there. And that guy probably looked at him like, I don't care who you are. You're crazy. Right. And I, you know, I don't know. I wasn't there, but I'm just imagining. Assuming, yeah. Because I have been in the room and I have well, talked to D1 coaches and I have, you know, good D1 coaching friends and Power 5 conferences. And I know what they think. Yeah, and, well, I mean, and also, too, his son was a two-star yeah. right recruit. Now then, they, so, so going to UCLA as a two-star recruit, like, come yeah. on, you worked your way to get there. Yeah. Let him just yeah. now make it. And now then, they deal with it because they have to. You know, it's just, you know, a lot of, you know, just like every – I mean, politics is everywhere. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, I know everybody likes to say, oh, well, I, you know, I, I don't like that because it's just politics involved. Okay. Any social group has politics. Yeah. So you put any group of people together, there's going to be politics involved. Facts. You know, Facts. there's that type of deal. And if your so, kid's not Adrian Peterson, he can get left behind. Yeah, but if, if you don't get involved at some level. But the higher you get, the more the um, no cares comes into play with the schools and the coaches right. and stuff and, and, like and, that. And, and, and we know that the schools don't care. And so no. my, I, I, that part of it, I don't really care too yeah. much about. Well, my I was, point, my point well, I was trying to get to the NFL. So with the NFL now, now what's happening? Okay. You know, like he was told not to show up to practice. Right. And that's two days in a right. row because Daddy posted, right? This this hey, right? And, and Odell didn't come in and say. Yeah. Now hey, then, I don't support what my dad is doing. Or yeah. you now, know, I was late coming to this because I just watched the first time. You knew about it more than I did, and like watching it, kind of seemed like Dad was making a joke. Like it was kind of parody because the song was playing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, everybody. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Well, and, and and that's the thing. I mean, you know, and and, that, and I think. You know, just to kind of hone us in on my direct question, because you're right. I mean, there's I get that the college coaches don't care and I get that these guys aren't worried about. I don't care about that. I want to know about what level does a dad need to chill? Like what I'm saying is that, like you know, it's OK to go up and contact your coach. Coaches, they say it all the time. Right. We had a coaches meeting at Lake Creek. Coach Kennedy puts on his PowerPoint, everybody's email addresses. Head coach and position coach. And he even says, yeah, look, if you want to contact the position coach by yourself, that's fine. If you want to do the position coach and CC me in, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, 24-hour policy, same thing that me and you had in all of our speeches with our teams, right? Yeah. What I'm asking you directly is, at what point does that dad go overboard? 
at what point, like, in my opinion, Odell Beckham's dad went overboard. Yeah. I, I am a Manning fan. I grew up in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Grew up a Vols fan. I was thrilled when the Vols closed the deal on Peyton Manning, Peyton. right? However, Archie Manning was wrong. To go tell another professional team, don't draft my kid. Mm-hmm. Like, trust the process. Yeah. You know, trust and the I process. Think, and I think that was Arch because he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I think that was but, Archie. But does that excuse him no, because he's Hall of Fame? Well, not at all. But, you know, and that's that's where, you know, it kind of brings it back down to that civility. Like, he broke, he crossed that line um, because he's using his prestige, right? Not everybody has that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Same thing with Diddy. Yeah, same yeah. thing with Diddy. It's yeah. like, okay, you know, that type of deal. <laughs> right. Um, and I remember seeing a documentary or, or some show on that whole ordeal of the Chargers, and there was some strategy going on. Like, the Chargers like, okay, we're still going to take him because we're going to get, you know, we're going to get out. I think they got Rivers out of it. Um, you know, I, I can't remember. I, yeah. I, I do I do remember something vaguely about mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and because of the, you know, trying to stay on top of it, I didn't go down that rabbit hole to research all that because yeah. that wasn't going to be 100% well, relevant. But yeah. to your point, yes, yeah. it, it definitely was strategy so, in that. So so what happens, though, is, is you know, I mean, parents should always be involved. I mean, obviously, you know, leagues, little leagues don't exist without parents. We talked about that two weeks ago. Right. You know, you and I are parents, and, you know, I was president of the league, your commissioner, um, you know, so, you know, heavily involved. Um, but once you get to junior high, I mean, you're not coach anymore. So now you're just fan. And, and right. you know, what what I love is, is you know, like we are talking about our volleyball uh, parents earlier, is that that's ultimate support, you know, because you never stop being a parent, right? But um, you also you also can't hold their hand through life, right? And 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 make sure that right. everything's because there's something to be said when you lay out a great foundation, great values, great morals for your kid, and that work ethic and all that. Um, then then you know your kid is able to to build character off of facing through those you know. Ad- Adver- adverse moments, Correct. you know. Correct. So, in my opinion, like, how much Correct. does Odell getting paid? Oh, I mean, yeah, he's getting millions paid good money. of dollars, he's and daddy paid. and daddy's, you know. But then again, so here's my devil's advocate to all that. Mm-hmm. It's it's 2021, and yeah. it's it's you know anybody can post anything crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like that's true. So I don't even know why the the Cleveland Browns like I don't understand the issue. Like why they care? Like. You well, know, because I mean, does, it, it, does it's it, just does well, it hurt it's Baker Mayfield. Is someone's it, it, well, feelings? Well, I mean, like, well, that's the thing. It's breaking up potentially the locker room, right? I mean, the Browns are already struggling. They start out hot. Yeah, but and, that's and, my and, point. And, Daddy's and now, not in the locker room. No, he's not. However, Odell is basically endorsing it. A lot of people are accusing Odell of actually being involved and in pretty much creating the whole thing and using his daddy's social media platform because it's better coming from him than. Coming from Odell's, in my opinion, it's still sour milk, but yeah. it's a little bit more sour yeah. to the point of where it's like full cottage cheese, right? Yeah. Or, you know, in, or if yeah. Odell posts that on his own page of all the times I was open. And and plus, that that's almost career suicide. Yeah. Because then what team is going to want you yeah. if you're going to complain about every yeah. little thing, you know? But, but not, to my point is that with like, – and I'll, I'll bring myself in this, right? You know, like I know that Jalen is talented enough – to be full-time on varsity and actually play at Lake Creek. Now, perfect storm. They lost 26 seniors last year. 
right? Mm -hmm. Rebuilding year, mm -hmm. right? You know, the, everything's running through the sophomores right now anyway mm -hmm. because that's where that next big wave of talent is coming up, right? Um, and this is not me just saying this. This is a parents coming up oh, to I me. I, I've, I've had some parents come up to me and, and told me straight up, you should reach out to Kennedy. You should ask what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? And Coach Kennedy can attest to this. If, he's watch, if he watches our show, I don't know if he's a fan or not. I hope he is. But he can attest. I have sent that man zero emails. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy watching Jalen play on freshman. Eric, he's a two-way starter, kickoff return, punt return. He doesn't leave the field except for kickoff, mm -hmm. right? And he doesn't come off the field until the game is in hand. So I'm getting to watch my son have fun, mm -hmm. enjoy a game, mm -hmm. which it's a game for kids that now has been you know, cultivated to big-time college and obviously getting paid on the professional level. Right. That's where I got off. I, I coached him up, like you said, because he was five years old. You know, we, we've created organizations, you know, me coaching him and, and all the good things. So I prepared him for this moment. Mm -hmm. And then this is where now I'm 100% daddy. And I've told those parents in the stands, and I'm telling you, and I'm telling the people that, you know, are fans of our show, you know, I'm trusting the process. Mm -hmm. Now, if my kid is getting mistreated, if I feel that – Politics are coming in to where it's hurting him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that we're having a different conversation. But it's civil. It's going to always That's be what's civil. What's going on? Exactly. You know, you know let me because a lot of times things happen behind the scenes we're just unaware of, right? Exactly. And, and, and what Great I was going to say to uh, Odell Senior is uh, not condone it at all because it didn't do any good. Like uh, the Cleveland Browns, I think what they won their first four games and then lost the rest. Yeah, so they're four yeah. and four right well, now. Well, they, they so started straight. zero and one. They lost to the Chiefs yeah. opening day, and then they went. Yeah, so yeah. so they're four and four now. And, and then they went struggling. four and exactly. And so you know, it, it, it just didn't do anything. And if Odell did it, then then you know Junior did it. Then you know, bad move on him because now you are the the bad guy in the locker room. Uh, but what I read in the article before we started was. Uh, you know, most of his team wants him back, hands down. Um, you just never know what that. So you don't know what's going on in that locker room. Is every is the whole team turning against Make Baker or whatever it is? Yeah. But back to your point, I will never ever interfere with anything that my um, with, that Aiden has going on in in football. I trust his coaches. Um, like you said, if there's something egregious, if there's something um, that I see that. Um, Does not make sense. That 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 is is counter to his productive success. Um, then yeah, I will. I have no problem uh, doing that. But um, you know, I think we're blessed in this area to have a lot of great coaching staffs that that really love and care about the kids. I know that's true at Lake Creek. I know that's true at at uh, College Park mm -hmm. with Coach Madison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so well, and that's true. And, and and here's the deal, right? You know, and I don't want anybody to get this misconstrued at all. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not an advocate for doing what's best for your kid. I, I'm a big fan of the transfer portal. I know a lot of people don't like it, but see, what people don't understand, the people that are the casual fan that's reading the headline clippings, oh, these prima donna kids are just transferring left and right. It's not always the case. Yes, is that been true in the past with some? Sure, but here's the deal. College basketball, you get recruited. College football, you get recruited. You get recruited by a coach. It's not always – you think Nick Saban's going in everybody's household? Yes. Is he going to the five stars? Sure. Mm -hmm. No, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. However, he's not going to everybody's house recruiting him. Who's doing that? Your the coaches. position coaches. Yep. So here's the deal. 
Then I'll use my son, Jalen. He goes to LSU. So he goes to LSU. They sign him. He likes it. You know, I'm, I'm big. I've already got Jalen ahead already because I went through it as a kid, and I didn't have this guidance. And I tell him all the time, don't go where you are just want it. Go where you need it. Because mm-hmm. if you go where you want it, you're going to get over-recruited at times. So in turn, if it's been my point, then I'll pass it to you because I want, your, I want your, yeah. your thoughts on this. But it's one of those deals of where if he gets there, and then all of a sudden his position coach gets fired. Or leaves. Right, or leaves, promoted, right? You get promoted. Yeah, go so yeah. So many different it's, things. It's, so many different things can happen, right? So in turn, it's like, okay, I don't know this new coach. Because typically what happens from what I hear on a, on a college level for football, you know, we're basketball guys, a little bit different when you only got 13 guys in the locker room. But when you're dealing with, you know, 100 guys, right, typically those position coaches want to come in and make a splash. Well, what's the first thing they want to do to make their splash? Get their own guys in there. Mm-hmm. What if Jalen doesn't fit the new scheme? Mm-hmm. Say Jalen's a nickel, and now this guy wants to have six, four DBs all the way across the board. He wants to take outside corners and make them nickels. Mm-hmm. What if he wants to run a different coverage to where his strong safeties are covering slot receivers? Yeah. Right? There's so much of a different dynamic that can come into play to where – we might have to go to the transfer portal. Yeah, and 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 I I love that you just made that point because I think that's why, like that's one of the good reasons for the transfer portal. You know, one another one would be, and this happens a lot, not with everybody, but another one would be uh, when uh, coaches out out and out lie. Hey, you're going to be my star. You're going to yep. start this and that, yep. and then you get to campus, you signed, yep. and you're stuck. Parents dropped you off, yep. driven, flew back home, and, oh, yeah, you're third on the depth chart or practice squad or whatever. Right. So, right. And that's just to get someone in the door, and that is uh, unfortunate because, you know, when you're going through that recruiting process, you know, a lot of kids, like, where am I going to be a star? It's like, no, where are you going to go build a life for the next four or five years? Correct. Right? And that's Correct. what it really should be about. Right. Where are you going to get the best education? Right. Um, and there's ex- there's exceptions well, to all I mean, this. If you're, opportunities if you're too, Zion though. Williams, right, like, okay, we're not thinking about the next four years because I'm going to be a one and done. And they already know that from high school. Uh, or LeBron James, I'm just going to go to uh, – I'm just going to go straight to the NBA. Yeah. My, point, my point being is like – Okay, well, that's an exception, right? Most players that are going to the college level, majority of them, have to play four years somewhere, have to work really hard, and and really junior, senior year is when you know they may get in if underclassmen aren't brought in, right? That that are that are just much better. So there's a lot of success stories about guys that stuck it out through coaching changes. Um, I, I I know a couple uh, through uh, at Texas Tech. Um, when uh, Tubby Smith went to Memphis, your hometown um, university, and um, uh, Chris Beard came in and uh, had a had a core group that stuck it out with him, didn't go to the transfer portal, and mm-hmm. uh, three years later they're playing the national yeah. championship. Well, and and, 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 that, and that's truth in that, right? I right. mean, and, and those those situations I think will work themselves out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, getting getting it back on point is mm-hmm. really about you know when parents should get in involved and when they shouldn't, right? You know, that situation, you know, Chris Beard came in, did a right. great job. Those kids played. Yeah. He didn't just poo-poo on them, right. right? You know, that that's what I'm saying, you know, and I just wanted people to understand that I'm not an advocate of wherever you go, that's where you go and you stay and you ride it out. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. But 
those dead parents, you know, they get involved, mm-hmm. but you can still handle things like yeah. you said earlier, respectfully. Things don't get too yeah. crazy. Yeah, back to the point is just support your kids. And if anything, I mean, you know when crazy stuff happens, but if it has to do with stats, then you're you're probably barking up the wrong tree. And that's, and that's and that's that's what I'm talking about. Right. Like if 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 it has to do, you know, because sports is is uh, you know the greatness about sports. We talk about this all the time. Is the transition of the 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 lessons learned while playing and going through it um, to life, right? And 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 the great things, you know, um, the the you know fighting through adversity, building character, uh, being a leader, um, stuff like that. Um, those those things are much more important, um, you know. And and I think it's one percent of um, you know high school players that play football, uh, make it to the NFL, yeah. you know, probably the same in NBA and stuff like that. So yeah. just love your kids, love everybody. Yeah. Like just, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. stop, well, and, stop trying to stir the pot and always like, Hey, we deserve this. We deserve this. I'm not going to disagree with you all the time because there's sometimes where correct. it's warranted. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and I'll, and I'll end it on this, uh, you know, so I know we got to get the break, but, um, you know, first of all, you know, I wanted to make one more, um, you know, statement in regards to a position, mm-hmm. and that's the quarterback spot, right? There only to be one quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. If you're number three or number four, depth chart receiver or running back, that's on you. I don't know. Work on your game. Mm-hmm. Get in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Get in the film room. Like yeah. figure it out. Yeah. But there's only one quarterback, yeah. so I, I, I'll never begrudge a quarterback for wanting to leave. Um, and and to want to go get and, some playing time, right, right? And you know, to want to go get playing time. So that that part, you know, I, I just want to specify that. Also, too, last thing is that with you know these parents, right? Don't do anything that's going to hurt your kids. Like the Odell Beckham situation could potentially hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, we we jumped on Archie Manning. Did that work out? Yeah, he like got two Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, uh, was it handled the right way? No, right. Uh, it didn't have to be in the public eye. We shouldn't even know about this unless Eli comes out with a documentary. If that makes sense, right? You know, the fact that we were all up in the mix and, and, and those things, just, you know, parents, please don't do anything to hurt your kids. Like Eric said, you know, just love your kids. Yeah. Love and them. hats off to those coaches who run great programs, do it the right way, are always honest and straightforward truth tellers or truth tellers to the players they're recruiting. You know, that's life. That's what they need. So hats off to them. Hats off to those parents who um, support your teams and your kids, um, you know, you guys are the good guys, the ones that are always, um, you know, yelling foul or, you know, usually, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that have the issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, great topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, hey, stuff. so guys, up next, we will be back with talking a little bit of some high school football. Yeah, we'll be right back after this. Woodlands Online is committed to serving our local community. From news and events coverage to shows and blogs, everything we do is hyper-local. Woodlands Online. By the Woodlands. For the Woodlands. And welcome back to the weekly Fallout Sports Show with J&E. I'm Eric Nikot. This is Jay Mickens. And now on to high school football. Exciting. Got some big games tonight. It's um, last game of the regular season and rivalry week. What do we mean by rivalry week? We have three created rivalries that all have a rhyme and reason to um, yeah. to, to, to 13 6A district. But before we get there, we're going to go over last week. Yeah. Who's up 
in the picks. Yeah, and do a recap of, of the and games. Do a recap. Yeah. Of the, I just rolled my eyes. Uh, <laughs> do a recap of the games, and and then we'll get into oh, to this it. week's uh, this week's game. So uh, last week, Montgomery uh, Lake Creek had a bye. Yep. And Montgomery played Huntsville, and Jay laughed at me when I chose Huntsville to come out on top of that game. And he was, it should have just been a smirk, but <laughs> Huntsville took him to overtime and Montgomery won 35-28, I believe. Yeah, 35-28, yeah, 30, man. Uh, so great job, Hornets. You almost had me get another win there. And I was kind of <laughs> guessing, no disrespect to the Bears. Hats off to the Bears, still undefeated. I think ranked number three yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, in, in the rankings this week. Um, so we're looking for them for big things. Um, uh, out of them. So that was 5A. Y'all go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to just say, like, you know, I mean, it was once again, Montgomery has another game of runs. Uh, you know, they, they get down by seven, and then they go score 14 unanswered. Uh, and then Huntsville, it's crazy. They score 21, right? And then Montgomery scores 14 to tie the game up. And then, of course, in, in, in overtime, uh, you know, they were the only one, uh, you know, team to score. Uh, a touchdown, but just you know, once again, uh, it doesn't matter if it's ugly, if it's pretty. Um, you know, it seems like that the Bears just find a way to win. You know, this this might be a true magical run for for, for Montgomery High School. So. Those boys from North County, man, they just hey, keep they just keep going. The man. boys from North County, they've, they've been they've been beating beating football teams since <laughs> since five years old. Uh, good job, Montgomery. Uh, so last week, um, let's see, Grand Oaks and Willis. That yep. game was on Thursday, Thursday night. Uh-huh. Grand Oaks with a big time win against Willis and DJ Lagway. Um, what was that score? Thirty five. I, 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 I like how every time we talk about College Park, you say it was a big time win for them. I just said Grand Oaks, big time win. Oh, Grand Oaks, yeah, not College Park. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. my bad. Yeah, I don't know was, why I was thinking because I was yeah. like, when you said big time win, I was like, no, I but said you, Grand but, Oaks. But yeah, you talk about College Park. Yeah, okay, you're right. That is my bad. College Park did not have a big time win <laughs> against Oak Ridge. Yeah, I'll talk yeah, about that in a second. I like it, but no, you're right. I got some things Huge. get off my chest. Yeah, you were right. I had a mental brain fart as I was looking through Max. Preps and yeah. I had Cos Park in my face, but no, you're right. Huge win. I mean, they're playing playoff football. Yep. If they lose that game, yep. season yeah. is over. Yep. You and I already know yep. the four teams that are making the playoffs from District 13, mm-hmm. and it's all about then just jockeying mm-hmm. and see who's going to be one through four and which schools are going to make it so we know who's going to be Division One, Division Two. But yeah, here comes so, Grand Oaks. So, yeah, so Grand Oaks, great job, Coach Jackson, and uh, beating a very talented Willis team. Uh, I thought all season long Willis would be surprise a lot of people. I know they did earlier mm-hmm. a few weeks back, beating College Park, giving them their one district loss. Uh, but good job, uh, Grand Oaks, winning that game. And, and here's the deal too that's interesting. And, and you know, it's funny how these coaches are running their quarterbacks. I mean, Lagway, you know, modest day. Uh, the office fourteen for twenty three. Only 167 yards, two touchdowns, right? Um, so, you know, not anything to go running home to, to mama about. However, he had 17 carries for 121 yards. Wow. Like that's, a, that's a lot of running for, for your quarterback, not named Mabry, which is yeah. just 
really a monster yeah. at the quarterback spot. These days a little bit more on the thinner side. Yeah. That's a lot of running. Yeah, that's that yeah, Jacob Smith's a really good quarterback. Brandon High, um, I think I just heard he got an offer from Colorado or something like mm-hmm. that. I mean he's he's mm-hmm. a great running back for them, a mm-hmm. lot of weapons and mm-hmm. of course we can't talk about Grand Oaks and not bring up the freshman, uh Quanell Farrakhan Jr. who is I think third last check, third in the District 13-6A in receiving yards as a freshman. He's a talented kid. Um, they got him playing both ways on offense and defense at times. Um, and just all-purpose yards is doing a great job as a freshman. So um, a lot of great players. Um, Bradley got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, but no, but, I mean, definitely, definitely a great game. I mean, it wasn't Cornell's best game at the office. Um, you know, only had three catches for about 25 yards. Did have, you know, about three or four carries. Mm-hmm. Um and it was around the same same yardage. So Willis did a, a great job of containing him. You know, hey, but yeah, kudos to to, yep. to Lil Q. I mean, he, the fact that he's a true freshman and he he's on scouting reports yep. like that speaks high volumes because he has been been producing. But um, but yeah, no big win though for Grand Oaks, uh, and and they're keeping their playoff hopes alive, wow. Eric. Yep. All right, playoff hopes alive. All right, so so uh, College Park Oak Ridge. So we <laughs> called this game. We did the broadcast here at Woodlands Online. Closer um, than the experts thought, huh, Eric? Closer than the experts thought. Um, Oak Ridge, uh, Steve Smedley uh, back week two from a, a leg injury earlier in the season. And um, I got to say, it was a defensive game <laughs> in the first half. Um, because, 3-0 at halftime. Well, yeah, huh? Oak Ridge. So, I mean, uh, College Park, Ty Buckman had uh, two um, – uh, or what was it? I think, I think he had two interceptions. Oh, that's right, because they have uh, they have a, a sophomore uh, for Oak Ridge um, that uh, just did a great job. Had two interceptions, chased down um, uh, a player, uh, a College Park player, stripped the ball from him. Uh, Smedley played okay, but they ended up driving down uh, late in the second quarter, kicking a field goal, and it was three nothing at halftime. So, so are you telling me that College Park got off to another slow start? Another slow start. Their second half team kind of knew that, but they play their best when they dominate the whole game like they did against Conroe. And so second half, College Park comes out. Oak Ridge scores uh, a touchdown. College Park scores two. End of the game, 14-10. College Park pulls out the upset. But I will say this. If the team that played College Park, I mean the team that played, the College Park team that played Oak Ridge, if that team shows up, and we'll talk about this tonight, um, then then that's going to be a really good game tonight. If the team that played Oak Ridge um, shows up against the Woodlands, uh, it's going to it's be a long night right. for College Park. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. College Park pulls out the win. We both picked them. 14 to uh, 10. 14 to 10. Wow. I mean, great job to Oak Ridge for having a phenomenal first half. Um, and, and is it uh, though, or is that just pitiful performance by? No, it was, it was good. Well, I mean, it was good defense. Um, they they did play, but offensively, know, what is going on with College Park? Because Oak Ridge is not that great defensively. Yeah, just just mistakes, just just um, you know, just bad passes into coverage. Um, you know, high passes. You know, a couple penalties here and there, a fumble. Um, you know, just you, you you know this as a football coach, you gotta you, you can't have turnovers um, and and expect to 
you know, dominate games or win games. You got to protect the football. You got to play penalty free football. And, um, you know, it, I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, and, and that's the reason why it's been hard for me to be on the college par train all year, like I have with a couple of other schools, because at least those other schools, they have an identity. Mm-hmm. I might not agree with the identity mm-hmm. or like it, mm-hmm. you know, or do I feel that some schools and, you know, one in particular uh, that I feel could be doing things a whole lot better based off of the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. However, at least I know what's going on. Yeah. And I understand. Cause part is like, you know, Mr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. I like it. There it is. See, I even I messed it up. Yeah, but yeah, you got a doctor and you got a mister. Yeah. The point I'm making is, is that you never know which team you're going to get week yeah. in and week out. And that is so frustrating. It's got to be frustrating for, you know, the, the College Park faithful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, uh, good job, College Park, pulling that out in the second half. Good job, Oak Ridge, keeping it close. College Park wins. Now on to the game of the week, the Woodlands against their old um, 1980s and 90s rivalry, yeah. the Conroe Tigers. And, Man, um, I was telling you, I was at that game, and, bro, Conroe jumps out on the Woodlands 14-0. I mean, quick. Like, quick, quick. And, I mean, Conroe's going crazy. You know, at the, the Woodlands sideline and the, the Woodlands stands, they're just, like, stunned. Mm-hmm. But, of course – Right after the dust settled, everybody took a deep breath. They pulled the old Aaron Rodgers, R E L A X, relax. Yeah. Right, relax. Yeah. And then, of course, the Woodlands did what they did. Now, I will say, right, because the Woodlands they do still have you know some issues uh, secondary wise. You know, I, I thought Coach Bart called it another amazing, great game. Uh, saw him at the field Saturday at SCFL and went right up to him. Was like, Coach, another great game. I love how he makes adjustments. Uh-huh. He is one of the few coaches in the district, both districts that we you know you know cover every week that truly makes adjustments. Like he had Martell, uh, Martell uh, Harrell, I think, or Harris. Uh, our, no, 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 Martell. He's the one that's going to uh, Texas A&M. Oh, the oh, outside oh, linebacker. Yeah, 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 for the Willis. Yeah, so Martell, I think Harold. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I got to get his name right. I just know him as Martell because it's all I hear. But, you know, he had him, Eric, playing. Martell his, Harris. Yeah, so I got it right the first time. Martell yeah. Harris. He is four-star athlete. Now he's a five-star outside linebacker. That's what A&M is, is recruiting him for mm-hmm. to go play, and he's already got his scholarly. And that's where he's headed to. Because Bart has him playing defensive end. And man, Eric, he had him at freaking corner. Wow. At corner. He literally put, because when we realized, you know, and by we meaning the media, realized, oh, they're going to have issues with number three Mm -hmm. for Conroe. If you want to look at that roster uh, to see who who that kid is, because he is a stud. He put Martell on him. Done. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, wow. You know, I've watched this kid play three different positions in, in, in one game. But, you know, the, the Woodlands did what the Woodlands does best. They jumped out on them. And, by, I mean, at the end of the third quarter, Eric, I mean, I was about to head out. But then things got a little interesting. <laughs> what did happen at the end of that game? I mean, Conroe <laughs> scores, right? You're okay, they're going to keep attacking. <laughs> kick an onside kick, recover, score again, right? So, you know, now you're looking at this score and you're just like, okay, Wait a minute. It was just 45 to 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, it comes 17. 
They kick another onside kick. Guess what happened? They get it. They got it, Eric. They that's go the score. Foul, that's the foul ball. They, they go score again. Yep. They go score again. Now 45-24 is like, uh-oh. They kick it onside. They don't recover the third one. However, they do force the Woodlands to go four and out. Four and out. Three plays later, they're back in the end zone. Now it's 45-32, and you're like, and it's probably like five minutes to go in the game. So you're thinking, wow, we got something brewing here, right? You know, is this going to be one of the craziest comebacks in the history of high school football? But, you know, uh, Willis finally were able to to run that clock out, you know, leave with a, uh, a hard-fought win. But, you know, getting to see, uh, you know, Gerlach, uh, you know, up close in person, I, I tell you what, like, look, you know, I'm not trying to put a target on this kid's back, but seeing the kid from Bridgeland mm-hmm. when it comes to the release point, the accuracy of the football, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of similarities. Yeah. And I don't know where Gerlock is is graded as a, you know, what star he is. I don't know if he's getting recruited. He should be if he he's not. Be. Yeah, he definitely he, will be. He's a lot like Peck, uh, Conroe's quarterback uh, two years ago, who's now at Houston Baptist University. And, uh, yeah, he's the real deal. Like, yeah. I like our luck a lot. He'll be playing Division One. I. I don't know how high Division One, but he'll be playing Division yeah. One, or he should. Yeah, uh, yeah. Williams, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Williams is just a junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. the, those two schools. So, uh, or those two guys. So, um, yeah, Woodlands pulls out the win. Yeah. Almost, almost uh, get, get, got an SEFL comeback there at the end, <laughs> uh, but they pulled it out. So, on to our picks. Yeah. So, Jay went – um, four and zero, four and zero last week. Damn, I went two damn. and two. Wait, it was only four games. Yeah, because Lake Creek had a a, a bye. Yeah, there's only three games since thirteen sixteen. And the one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I went four and zero, huh? You went four and zero. I went two and two. I had uh, I had uh, Willis beating Grand Oaks, and I had Huntsville pulling up the upset yeah. of Montgomery, which they almost did. But they did <laughs> which brings our total pick. To Jay at fourteen and five, and I'm thirteen and six. So Woo! Jay has a a one point or one game lead over me. So we got to make sure that hey, we go, make sure, hey, hey, going into the final week, going into the final week, we got to make sure that well, we, 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 we don't, don't have, have to do, do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Jay's gonna play it safe. Yeah. Jay's well, no. I, here's what we'll do, right? To keep to keep it interesting for the viewers, uh-huh. uh, we'll I, I will I will make my pick first. Okay. On every game, that way you have I an like opportunity. It. I like it. Right? I Look, like see, it. I'm a I fair like guy. It. I like it. Right. I'm okay. a fair guy. So this week's games we have in five A. We have it's rivalry. Should I explain rivalry? Week? Explain and, and and I would love for you to tell the announcement of what the oh, names okay, are. Okay. But right right as we're getting ready to do the preview okay, of okay. each game. I like it. I like it. Cause, so because you get me excited. Yeah. So so uh, so explain the whole rivalry thing. There we go. Here we go. Explain so, it. Five A. Uh, we got Lake Creek and Montgomery. Obviously, the Montgomery area schools. And I don't know if they have a name for it. No, I want you to tell the world the name that you said to me offline. <laughs> no, just do it. Who cares the, if you're right or the, wrong? The, the the birthplace of Texas <laughs> yeah. rivalry game. Montgomery, Montgomery, Texas. The I love it. Texas, I think so. you're right about that, too. I'm I think I've sure seen I'm signs. Right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm a big history guy, and that's what just popped into my but head. But I think I've seen the signs of that. Yeah, yeah. So, so the birthplace of Texas rivalry, rivalry. game. When's that game? Bam! Friday night. Friday night, seven o'clock. Friday night. Oh, excuse me, seven thirty. No, seven thirty. 
Oh, at the stadium. At the yeah, st- you know, the stadium in Montgomery. So, Montgomery High School and Lake Creek share okay. the, the Montgomery ISD Stadium. Okay. Uh, so, so 7.30, Lake Creek, Montgomery. You want to check out some good football if you're out in Montgomery. That's the night to do it. Yeah. And uh, who you got? Yeah, well, you know, hey, it's it's going to be fun. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that the freshman Lake Creek team definitely going to win today. <laughs> I, I can't wait. That game's at 5 o'clock at the stadium mm-hmm. as well, uh, 6.30. Uh, will be the JV game following uh, that one. So, but um, you know, hey, we've seen a lot of crazy things happen, Eric, in rivalry weeks. Mm-hmm. Teams that are not supposed to win, mm-hmm. they win, mm-hmm. right? We see it all the time. Army yep. Navy games. Yep. I feel like you're setting me Auburn, up, Alabama. I might have a good pick. I Give mean, me you know, it's one of those deals, anywhere eh, yeah. you you just. You know, at Lake Creek, their their season's over with after this game. They have nothing to lose. You might as well let it all hang out, right? Wreck a wreck an undefeated season, right? Don't let anybody be the Dolphins. Exactly, the seventy two yeah. Dolphins. Don't let anybody be the seventy two Dolphins. <laughs> so the Dolphins are looking at hospitals. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. At least no, you got the analogy. Yeah, yeah but I love that. Yeah, though. Yeah, I love yeah. that. No, yeah. it's funny. Um, if I was on the stage, you know, I could see myself looking around, scalding through high school. Like, oh, I don't. I need them to lose, you know. But no, uh, it could be crazy. It could be a fun Friday night. Coach Kennedy and company, man, they're being loose. Coach even sent an email saying parents are allowed to come on the field, take pictures with their kids. He's no longer going to be the no non fun coach. That's what he put in his email. All right. I'm going to be a fun coach. Right. It well, lets so me know. I would be the game that, to do it. It means he's, gonna, he's letting his hair down. Yeah. All right. That being said, Eric, I got to go with Montgomery. Oh, <laughs> my God. I got to go. I'm sorry. I, I'm late. You set me up all that. I thought I was going to get a good pick. Hey, I, I, it's I can't do It's your son's school. Like, hey, bro, look. Uh, I'll make future picks for next year and the year after and the year after. It will be Lake Creek over Montgomery. Uh, but for 2021, yeah. I, I, I got to go with the Bears. Well, if you're not going with uh, Lake Creek and it's your own, I, I'm going to go with Montgomery too. <laughs> Okay. I was hoping we'd have a, I'd have a, a oh, chance man. to catch up on you. Yeah, there. I don't know if I can do that. Jalen, Jalen, talk to pops. Talk to pops. <laughs> um, okay, Willis Conroe. Ooh, going to the so third. rivalry game for Willis Conroe. So traditionally, if you don't know the history, McCullough High School, all the kids in the area before McCullough and Oak Ridge were built, uh, and then the Woodlands and Grand Oaks and College Park, everybody went to Conroe High School. Uh, they were bussed up from the Woodlands area up there. Um, then McCullough was built. Oak Ridge was built around the same time in the in the uh, uh, mid to late 70s. And um, McCullough, uh, because Oak Ridge was a 4A school back then, and the top uh, division was 5A, there was no 6A, and McCullough and Conroe were 5A teams. And that was a big rivalry. When mm-hmm. I went to high school there from 88 to 91, um, that was a big rivalry. It was really fun. Um, all the kids from Woodlands would show up to games in polos. All the kids, students from um, uh, Conroe would show up in overalls, you know, that kind of <laughs> country farmer uh, uh, mystique. And, and it, but had fun. We had friends. Uh, went to both schools. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But um, now you got two schools in the Woodlands, so obviously they're a mile apart. And then Oak Ridge now has Grand Oaks, so then we'll talk about that in a second. So, you got the Battle of 45. The Battle of 45. Battle of 45, Conroe High School against Willis High School. They're both right off 45. 
and uh, they play each other. Uh, tom- uh, they play each other tonight, Mr. Producer. No, no, no. It's Friday. Friday. So yep. they play each other, other tomorrow Friday. night. Yep. So Willis Connor. And, and and the game's in Willis yep. too, by the way. Um, you know, huge game, right? Yeah. Huge game, huge game. I I know somebody else that has a lot of interest in this, and that is the Grand Oaks Grizzlies because Grand Oaks. And I know we'll get to their game in a little bit. However, I wanted to let the world know this that. Grand Oaks, if they beat Oak Ridge, and if Conroe beats Willis, Grand Oaks makes the playoffs. They're in the same spot as they were in last year, right? Obviously, if Willis wins, right, because they do control their own destiny, Willis is in. Because of that one big win against College Park. Exactly. Yeah. See, exactly. I, I counted a big win against College Park. Ah, <laughs> see that. Look at you keeping the scales yeah, balanced. I like that, balance, E. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so huge, huge game, um, you know, for, for playoff implications, uh, not just for seeding, but actually of who is going to basically get that full spot. Uh, as you and I both know, College Park and the Woodlands are already in. Conroe uh, is already in, mm-hmm. right? So that last spot is going to be between Willis and Grand Oaks. All right, so just wanted to kind of get people even more excited about these games this week, man. This is the best week of, of uh, high school football for in regards to the regular season. Conroe, I've seen them play couple times. They're nice. I, I Like I told you, y'all heard me in the last segment, you know, Gerlach is the real deal. Uh, he's got receivers um, that can catch the football, great route runners. Um, I am a little hesitant, and it's going to be interesting to see, did they heal up? Because the Woodlands beat them up. Like, the Woodlands beat them up. Um Every time you saw somebody on the ground, it, it was a Conroe player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a Woodlands player. Um, and um, even kids that were not on the ground, you know, you see them limping and you're like, wow, they're, they're getting they're getting beat. So can, did Conroe heal, right? Did they go get cryo all this past week, getting mm-hmm. ready for Willis? As we, you and I both know, Willis, um, I know they're not 100% new to 6A. However, they're still babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they – Dude, they're still playing Ironman football. Like they got kids going both ways, starting. Like let that sink in. Eric. On six A level, twelve minute quarters, and you got kids that are not leaving the field. To me, that's crazy town. However, yeah. Yeah. Willis understands. You know, we barely made the cut to make six A. <laughs> we got to play our best guys in order to you know be successful on the field. So, all that being said. I got to go with the Conroe Tigers. I think they they get the win in Willis. I think they get back on the, the winning train. So that's okay. going to be my pick. Okay. Um, good. So I'll go Willis. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to – if you picked Willis, I was going to go Conroe. I know just you for were. Record. I, mean, I, I got to catch you up somehow. <laughs> so sometimes you got you you to throw it out. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Roll, roll the dice. So I'll go Willis uh, to give us different picks. Uh, that'll be a great game, folks, tomorrow night uh, up in uh, – Willis. Uh, yeah, Jack Yates Stadium. Yep, yep, yep. Yates Stadium. Yep. Uh, you know, that'll be a great game. Uh, so uh, good luck to both of those teams. So um, for tomorrow night also, mm-hmm. in another rivalry game, Grand Oaks is a new high school. I think this is the second year they're in 6A football. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, brand new school, great facility. Um, just 
just absolutely amazing. State of the art. Uh, great administration and all that stuff. Um, so they share um, the east side of 45 with Oak Ridge High School okay. here in South Montgomery County. Um, and they are the Battle of the Oaks. You have Oak Ridge and Grand Oaks, so you got the Battle, Battle of the, the Oaks. Oaks. Uh, love that. Uh, love that you have a catchphrase to, to you know, rally around. Uh, so it's the Battle of the Oaks between Grand Oaks and Oak Ridge. Playoff implications. Oak Ridge out of it. Uh, they're one and eight, eight mm-hmm. uh, record. So um, and last place in the district, zero and four um, in in the district. But they can win a game and ruin their rivalry's playoff hopes. They could, you uh, know. I mean, you know, Oak Ridge, um, you know, is currently on an eight-game losing streak. That's tough because uh, if you're one and eight, that means you won your first game and you hadn't. One sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that means that we've not only yeah. changed months, Eric, we've also changed seasons. Yeah. That means that technically they haven't won since the summertime. Mm-hmm. Fall has settled in, and Oak Ridge has not seen themselves on the winning side of that scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Does that change? Eric, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. There's no way in heck am I going against my good buddy, Mike Jackson, over at Grand Oaks. Grand Oaks is going to win this game. And if they come out and play football the way that I know they can play, they're winning this game by two touchdowns or more. Yeah. So, you know, with how I saw Oak Ridge play College <clears throat> Park last week and Steve Smedley, you know, he continues to grow, junior quarterback, um, you know, and continues to improve, uh, you know. But I've also picked <clears throat> against Grand Oaks because I'm trying to get some separation here. <laughs> I like that. And, I like how you justify and, the picks. And, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to go with Coach Jackson and Grand uh, Oaks. I think they uh, think he's going to have them motivated. I think Jacob Smith, Brandon High, Farrakhan, um, uh, Braden Bradley, yep, yep, uh, yep. Our, our 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 boy uh, Emma Amadola, yeah, Dua. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I think Grand Oaks is going to be ready to play. Um, Oak Ridge is going to give them a game. Um, and and I think it'll be fairly close, but I think uh, I think Grand Oaks. Yeah. Pulls I mean, out. you know, the and do I is a chance that this game could start off a little sluggish, uh, besides the fact that it's been a rivalry week because it could be some scoreboard watching, you know, and and the players not so much because I think the coaches will make sure that they stay away, but the coaches themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I hope that Coach Jackson and company have. You know, address that and knowledge that, you know, the first step, right, to recovery is always admittance, right? I mean, I know he's got to have somebody that's going to be keeping them in tune to what's going on um, in that Conroe Willis game um, because they, they need to know that too as well, right? So uh, could it start off a little sluggish? Could it be like how the first ever College Park game was? Potentially, mm-hmm. right? Potentially. Um, in essence of, of the score being close, right? Um, but – yeah, at the end of the day, I think Grand Oaks will be able to yeah. take care of business. Sir. So we both got that, and that brings us to Game of the Week oh. and <laughs> Battle of the District Championship. It was such a good season, regular season ending last year uh, with Woodlands and College Park going at it. Of course, our good friend and uh, colleague at SCFL, Tony D'Angelo, uh, had passed away the Monday before this game, mm. and there was so much emotion um, to this game. I think the game was on a Friday night, and um, I was broadcasting with uh, Coach Carson in the press box. 
I don't even remember what I said, probably some foolish things, but like at the end of the game, I was just so emotional and uh, the, the, you know, the, the highlight of the night um, was uh, not who won or lost. I'm not talking about that because both teams played their hearts out. Yes, it was the first time College Park had come out uh, with the win in the district championship, gone undefeated in district, um, but Dylan D'Angelo, Tony's son, um, didn't play the first half. Um, because the coach was, you know, trying to make sure he was ready and had his emotions in check, and usually he was a starter mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. a running back. Um, but with about two minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, scores the go-ahead touchdown, and not a dry eye in the house on both sides. And he gets carried off the field too. That yeah, to I me mean, that was such awesome. a beautiful moment, and um, um, uh, and and I can't remember the guy's name. He's a photographer for uh, the Conroe Courier. Mm -hmm. um, he he took a he snapped a picture that wow. had Dylan up on um, his teammate's shoulders, shoulders yeah. hand in the air. There was a stadium light um, that was glowing behind mm -hmm. them, as if you know the oh, angels man. of heaven. There was the some the symbolism of this picture mm -hmm. was just absolutely amazing, and there was anguish and triumph on Dylan's face. Exactly, and and I actually used that because I officiated uh, Tony's funeral at SEFL, and I used that picture to kind of paint, um, you know, this is how Tony was accepted mm -hmm. into heaven mm -hmm. um, and, and that type of deal, mm -hmm. um, you know, because he ran his race uh, the way he should in life and, and was successful at mm -hmm. it, had a great life, was a great guy, was a great dad. Um, and we were all sorry to hear him sing go, but it was just such a special moment. And and it this was. And this, this this game has so much. These kids grew up playing with each other at SEFL, against each other at SEFL, um, in other little league sports, soccer when they were three. You know, I mean, there's just right. these kids grew right. up together. And, and, and before you jump too far yeah, off, I, I want to speak on, no, you're good. I, I want to speak a little bit on Tony. You know, yeah. I, I was blessed to, you know, not only serve um, uh, on the board with them, right, and, and being, you know, a fellow commissioner, uh, but, you know, Tony's last year on the SCFL board, uh, him and I were both sophomore commissioners. So that was my first time ever to get to work with the great Tony D'Angelo. And, you know, I, I learned so much from him in that short run of how to deal with coaches, you know, how to handle problems, you know, how to jump ahead, how to, you know, basically have a game plan mm -hmm. of not only what they might say, but then I have another game plan of what they might say that we weren't prepared for, right? And, and you know, Tony, you know, he, he was a guy that was very animated, as you know, in, in our meetings. Um, but I love the fact that Tony was always big on wanting to make sure that we got it right and wanted to always make sure that we did what was best uh, for the league. So, uh, right. you know, I, I can't speak, you know, highly, highly enough um, – in regards to Tony D'Angelo, um, you know, God rest his soul. And, uh, you know, here, and I, I even uh, got word and, and I confirmed it uh, through social media that Dylan is actually back in town for the big game tonight. Luckily, that's a surprise. So, luckily, this won't air before the, the game tonight. It won't <laughs> air. Showstopper won't have no, his no, own yeah, uh, I, I heard the same and, and so happy he's going to be there to support his team. Dylan lives in Florida now with his mom his senior year. Tore his ACL. Mm. Um, in the spring, but uh, decided to have the surgery sit out his senior year because he's a phenomenal rugby player. Yeah, and has a yeah. big future, and he can still play football. Um, 
if he wanted to. And, and yeah, I mean, Tony was my go-to guy. You know that. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was my enforcer, as I like to call yeah, him. He yeah. was president of the league. Yeah, yeah. He'd make all the tough uh, – well, we both made tough calls, but he, he would uh, – he was always there and just, you know um, – he was the ultimate volunteer, ultimate little league dad, and, and uh, did it did it uh, really well. So that said, all right, let's get let's get to the let's game. Let's get to the game. So Woodland's coming off a dominant win. Wait, wait, wait! You didn't give everybody the name of the. Oh yeah, so the rivalry game, uh, the Woodlands in College Park, um, are called the Battle of the Woods, Battle and of the it's woods. because they're both the high schools in the Woodlands. I like to call them the Battle of the Wooded Mile, because the schools are literally. A mile apart oh. as the bird flies okay. uh, from each okay. other. College Park being on Highway okay. 242 and the Woodlands being on Research Forest Drive, um, literally as the bird flies about a mile apart. So, that said, the Battle of the Wooded Mile. Oh, boy. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's a great game. Hey, district championship on the line. The Woodlands is undefeated. Uh, they are 4 0. Um, College Park 3 1 with that loss against Willis. Or a couple of weeks ago, um, Willis or uh, College Park also both teams seven and two overall, um, but Woodlands two losses are a little bit two different. Pretty good teams, <laughs> a little and bit Katie different than College Park's and Bridgeland. Two losses. Yeah, um, so they're tested. They've uh, they're on a five game winning streak. College Park is on a two game winning streak after that loss to Willis, um, and they could they could have a co. Co-district champion. Hey, championship. It, it, you know, hey, that's why they, they line up, right? Yeah, that's why yeah. they play the game, right, Eric? Um, you know, the Woodlands, um, you know, they still got a real bad taste in their mouth because uh, College Park not only took their – their stopped their run of however many consecutive district championships the Woodlands had, but College Park did a, a, a unique uh, job of reminding the Woodlands yep. of that win – and it lasted throughout the, the following uh, spring, went into the summer, and and even now, right? You know, so, some of your, uh, <laughs> I don't know, if colleagues is the right word, but some of your college park cavaliers, uh, parents have made strategic posts, you know, reminding again. And so, I, I don't know if I want they're to keep support, poking. They're supporting. Well, they're supporting, and there's poking. Support. There's, there's support. There's poking that bear, right? It's poking that bear, and. Um, I, I think the Woodlands, you know, the combination of you know, losing it last year and, you know, having to deal with uh, some of the smack talking that has gone along with this. Like, I tell you what, bro, it's going to be a game of the ages. Um, you know, like I said, Jalen's game is at 5 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to go watch his game, and then I'm going straight to um, – uh, can't think of the name of this. Woodford Stadium. Woodford's yeah, Bank Woodford, Stadium. Yeah, Woodford's Bank Stadium. And I, I plan on enjoying that game from uh, a sideline view. A <laughs> sideline view right. of, of getting to see what's going to happen here. But with that being said, um, I think when that clock hits zero, the, the Woodlands will reclaim their district championship and they will get that crown put yeah. back on them. Yeah. And before I forget, Jason um, – Fachtman, uh was the photographer for the Courier. I always like giving those guys credit where credit's due. Took a phenomenal picture of Dylan after that win last year. Yeah, I'm a Highlander guy. Graduated in 91. Love my Highlanders. Um, will always be that way. I'm an alum 
uh, all that good stuff. My kid, uh, my kids, my daughter just graduated from College Park. My son's a freshman football player, took an injury last night mm-hmm. um, after Shane Walker returned a 100-yard um, uh, football in the opening kickoff. Um, uh, Woodlands won that freshman game 24-20. to 20. Um you know the Woodlands. Um, you know they're they're hungry, and I know that. And and um, they they've been playing uh, just amazing football the last five weeks. Mabry Matower is um, incredible. Jabari Reed, incredible running back. Um, defensively, um, the uh, Harris who you're talking about earlier, Ben, yeah. ben Ferguson. Yeah. Um, a lot of Montreal. guys in those secondary, the coaching staff, uh, Coach Bart. Ethan Winfield. Um, Ethan Winfield, yeah. I mean, just just a really good football team, been very, very tested, and uh, they should come out and win. I mean, they really should. They should come out and reclaim their district title. College Park is struggling. Um, they've uh, had a um, – struggled in the first half a lot in these games. I used to make jokes about what's Coach Madison doing at halftime in the locker room because – Somehow, College Park against Klein earlier in the season before District came back from 28 points or whatever that was, scored 28, excuse me, unanswered points in uh, in that game. Um, you know, but, you know, College Park has to be the team that came out and shut down Gar, uh, Garlock. Has to be the team that comes out and shut down Williams. Has to be the team that comes out and dominates from the, the the first quarter first series okay. and 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 mistake free football and um, or they're just not going to win this game and you know so as as heavy of a heart as as it is um, <laughs> as this is because you got bloodlines with both schools as heavy of a heart as this is <laughs> yeah and I may have some family mad at me. Oh. You have family mad no matter what. But I'm going with College Park Cavaliers. Oh! So, <laughs> College Park, you better pull it out and play awesome the first and second half. I'll be broadcasting this game. You like how I set that up? I like how you uh, set it up. I, I got to have some separation. It's all about the pick record here. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, how you hide behind Hey, it's going to be great high school football. Thank you so much. I know we get off on these topics. We love talking about it. Thanks our our producer, Justin, uh, for... Uh, putting it up up with us for an hour and fifteen minutes or so. I'm sure he's going to edit it and break it down to thirty or something. No, nah, like he can't. No, it's, but, it's too much yeah, good, good material. Yeah, but uh, so ahead. hey, what to say? So hey, guys, up next we're going to come back conclude the show, and we're going to be doing uh, this week in sports history. Yeah. So y'all stay tuned. Be right back. As much as we might try, nobody can be everywhere all the time. That's why at Woodlands Online, we're committed to producing quality video coverage of local news, events, sports, and everything else you don't want to miss. Woodlands Online, your window into the Woodlands. Welcome back to the weekly Fallout Sports Show with J&E, American Decat, Jay Mickens. I want to remind you that these phenomenal high school football games will be broadcasted live right here on Woodlands Online tonight. We have College Park, the Woodlands, Woodlands College Park. Woodlands is the home team. College Park will be on the visitors' team, uh, visitors' side at Wood Forest Bank Stadium. Game time, 7 o'clock. I'll be doing color commentary. My good friend Vinny Sinisi will be on the play-by-play uh, broadcast. And then tomorrow night, we will have Grand Oaks and Oak Ridge and also, correct, Justin, Conroe? Todd doing Conroe tomorrow? Nope. nope. Showstopper said just, no. Just Grand Oaks and 
Um, Oak Ridge. So you can tune in here seven o'clock both nights. Just go to Woodlands Online homepage. Be a link at the top of the page. Click on the link that says the the game sports show, and that'll be the game to tune into us. Um, tonight we'll have the Battle of the Wooded Mile, and tomorrow we'll have the mm-hmm. Battle of the Oaks. Oaks. That said, this day in sports history, I love it. Oh, you're gonna go first. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna just do one. So one each. um, This day in sports history in 1924, California legalized professional boxing. Oh, okay. And I guess it was illegal for ten years. (laughs) Yeah. So I I guess why it was made illegal because it was legal before that and like it's 1914 it's not like guys are just beating the heck out of each other on the street for nothing i don't understand it you know i mean they legalize marijuana but then they don't legalize boxing that's weird i don't know kind of crazy (laughs) kind of crazy okay so here's my one special november 4th all right eric november 4th 2017 so this is like the day today's november 4th so I can, I, can, I do, can I do another one real, real quick to Go set ahead. you up? Go can ahead. I set you up? This day on November 4, 2017, a certain president at South County Football League had the very first Super Bowl at. Well, that's what I was kind of going on with that. Well, you have something else to talk about. That's fair enough. But go I'm ahead. setting you go up. Ahead. You I got like something it. else to I, talk about. Fair enough. I got it. Go ahead. I'm bragging because go I ahead. set that up you so that it. you can okay, talk go about ahead. it. You got go that ahead. trophy, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. You do yours. No, no. I like oh, it. No. I like it. I, I was going to give you props South in the County midst of that. Fo- uh, South County Football League. Uh, first time ever at Wood Forest Bank Stadium. Super Bowls. Uh, it was great. Four, four, four divisions. Freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors. Didn't mean to steal your win. Yeah, yeah, no, but I was going to give you props in the, in, in the well, mix still of all that. still give me props because yeah, 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 I yeah. deserved them. I put up I, a lot that year. I agree. <laughs> that's what I was I was going there. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, our, our fearless leader, uh, my good buddy Eric Endicott, uh, was president of the league at the time. Uh, and on this day, uh, he negotiated a deal with Wolf Force Bank Stadium to get every level. Conroe ISD. Love it. Yeah. Even better. Comrades D. Yep. To get every level uh, of our league, uh, the freshman level, which contains five and six-year-olds, uh, sophomores seven and eight, juniors nine and ten, and seniors uh, 11 and 12. So uh, he uh, worked very, very, very hard behind the scenes. I was privileged to the information being a commissioner and being a board member. Uh, a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, I remember where things weren't looking good. At some point of it, you know, we were looking to potentially go over to uh, John Cooper, right? You know, we were having to play around. Then we, we were going to just settle and just say, hey, you know what? Let's just go back to SCFL. We do it there every year. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. We're going to just go back to the home front. And, uh, you know, through your pres- your, your, your your persistencies and pushing through and making sure that we, we got what we needed, uh, we got to have the game. And your good buddy got to – Benefit because my team, my, my my little baby junior Eagles team, uh, was was able to, which was headlined by uh, you know Jalen Mickens, uh, Quanell Farrakhan, uh, you know Junior, right? Chase Bradley, mm-hmm. right? On, on on that team, right? You know kids that are you know holding it down and handling business on the the high school level now, but um, great team. When it gets the goat, right? Our, our good buddy BJ Scoggin. Uh, you know, guy that, that I equate, you know, with him and Sean Cash of learning how to truly coach the game of football. But, uh, you know, crazy uh, 
historic, instant classic Super Bowl on this day that I was privileged to to win. And it was so funny because as I'm going through prepping for the show, uh, you know, or this week in sports history, literally on my Facebook page, that memory popped up. And I'm like, oh, nothing is better than that memory. Yeah. Yeah. It was only a short four years ago. Yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing day. Uh, you, your team did a great job. That was a great game. Still, it was packed. Still wish that uh, still wish that ref wouldn't have called that penalty just to see y'all play it out. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we can line it. But look, BJ, rules if, rules. BJ, if you want to line it up right now, <laughs> I, I can call Jalen yeah, and, and, sure and, and, and little Q. I'm pretty sure the kids' high school coaches will say no. But it, um, but if we have no great memory, up, sorry yeah. I stole your thunder. I had no idea you were going to bring that up. But you said that. I was like, wait, let me set this up because I did something I, that day. I know. And, uh, I, I thought you were just going to talking about winning oh, the first Super Bowl. Oh, no. With, uh, no, start, no, no. Which is a great moment. You posted uh, that memory earlier on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I saw that great picture of Wood Forest Bank Stadium yep. with yep. Jalen holding the trophy. Yep. He yep. looks so the small. I know he's so little. He looks so that. small. Isn't the kids grow so fast. And, and now, dude, he's next to me. Um, he's rocked up, six-pack. Yeah. So that says a great segue. Thank you for bringing that up. This Saturday, Wood Forest Bank Stadium, South County Football League is back. Super Bowl Saturday is just going to be three divisions because the freshmen had theirs uh, last week at, at South County Football League, Golo Park. Thank you to the great family of the Golos, Tony, Sparky, and Corky Golo, and uh, uh, Tony Sr. Uh, for everything y'all have done. For South County Football League, without you guys, a lot of these great players that we're watching in high school right. sports right. wouldn't have had the venue and the opportunity to play at Golo Park, which is an amazing five-football field uh, facility, the best in the state of Texas that I've ever seen um, in, in the country. I've right. never been to a better Little League football facility. Yeah. Had the honor and, and – um, just blessed to have run it for uh, 2016, 2019. So 10 o'clock, sophomores, Steelers, Cowboys, be there, Wood Forest Stadium. Noon, the Ravens, um, Randerson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. president, the current president. Yeah, going uh, at it. Rich Walters yeah, and the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. So juniors, Ravens, Chargers at noon. And then the senior game at 2 p.m., um, which is Mike Lower's team, the Oilers, senior Oilers, against the senior Bills, which is coached by Daryl Cooper, Cooper VP. VP of Football Operations, South County Football League. So good luck. If you don't have anything going on on Saturday, come up and watch some great football. I'll be there. It's at Wood Forest Bank Stadium. I'll be doing the PA announcing. Love it. Um, so it'll be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, but these are literally the future football players of – the varsities in this I, I area. Agree. I and, agree. and a lot of these kids, all the kids, I mean, a, a majority of the kids on the Woodlands, College Park, uh, Oak Ridge, Grand Oaks, and played at South County Football. League. Yeah. So go out and watch them. Great and, football action. Go ahead. I was going to say, and also, I mean, and, and I'll I'll be out there with some of my guys because we'll be recruiting, yep. right? You know, Texas Pines Elite is getting ready to start tryouts here in the next month. Yep. Uh, and we're going to be looking out. So, hey, boys, I, I recommend yeah. that if you want to come be a part of our, our special organization in the spring, like, you got show us, you know, step up, show us what you got because we will be looking. Yeah, so great football this weekend, Wood Forest Bank Stadium uh, tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday. If you can't make it, 
tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, join us here at Woodlands Online for the live broadcast. Thank you for joining the show. For Eric and Jay, Jay and E, this is the weekly fallout. Appreciate you watching, and we'll see you next All week. Right. Enjoy y'all's football week.